0: you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil and safety is of the lord this is truth dealer radio warning believers to wake up
1: And, of course, the truth is God's word. The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 I am Brian Moonen, and I am sounding the alarm, asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. And when I speak of the battle for truth, I'm talking about using the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, which is the truth, and to be ready always to share the hope of Jesus Christ and preach the gospel. And that's why we put truth on t-shirts at kjvprepper.com and hats and other Christian apparel to get the Word out. Amen. And right now, I do want to let you know, before we get started, that we have a 20% off promo code right now, KJV2020, and that will take 20% off any order. So, praise God. Let's get the word out. Now, today I'm going to be talking about pride, and I'm going to be referring back to a blog article that I wrote a few years ago, Pride is Always Sin, and so I'm going to follow this article as an outline. I'm going to post the article in the description. Interestingly enough, we've been going through a lot of things here in my family where most people would be saying, I'm proud of you multiple times a day, and we have wonderful kids. Thank God. All glory to God. One of our children has finished and completed school, and we homeschool, by the way. So we had a graduation commencement. We had a little party here. Praise God for that. And we're pleased. We're very pleased with our daughter. We're thankful to God for all the hard work that she's put in. We're thankful to God for the talents that he gave her. And that he gave her the strength to get through and do the work. And to understand and to dedicate herself and complete the work. So all glory to God for that. And we thank God for just that she had the health To live this long and to complete it. So we're extremely happy and thankful and pleased. But we try to tell her we're pleased. We try not to use the word proud because pride is something different. The world doesn't think of it as different. The world thinks I'm proud of you means I'm not ashamed of you or I love you. It's not. We need to use words the way God uses words so that we can understand things and not allow sin to creep in. And that's one thing I want to talk about is that pride is always sin. It's never not sin in the Bible. We can't redefine these words and terms and use them in our own way. Pride is pride. It's sin and it leads to other sin. And so aside from that reason, also June has been named, I believe, by Barack Hussein Obama was named the Gay Month, Gay Pride or something. Uh, that's wrong. And the Bible talks about they will glory in their shame, and that's exactly what that is describing. It's wicked. And the same goes for July being American Pride and being prideful about all the wars that we've waged and all the blood that's been shed, that's pride, that's also wrong, it's also sin. So, it doesn't matter what the source of the pride is, it's always sin. Now, the Holy Bible is clear in teaching that pride is always sin. Pride is the root of other sins. Pride was the sin that Lucifer committed against God when he fell and became Satan. So, it is kind of like the ultimate root sin. When other things are going on, other sins are going on, oftentimes pride is at the root, causing people to justify it, causing people to ignore it, causing people to excuse it. Whatever it is, pride is there. It's satanic. Isaiah 14, 12-14 How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? might understand this mentally, you know, they participate in pride-driven holidays, festivals, and ceremonies. The graduation commencement, which we attended with our daughter, was all focused on God. Thank God for that. I was very relieved. The focus was on Jesus Christ and it was really a nice ceremony with a good speech that was focused on God and not a pride-driven event. So God got the glory for that. And all the lost people that attended got to hear a lot of scripture and got to hear a lot of good thoughts about God and about their grandchildren, whoever had graduated. The focus was on the Lord. And many of the students also reflected the praise to the Lord as well. And it was really a good testimony. So the Bible is clear. It teaches us to hate pride we're supposed to actually hate pride proverbs 8:13 the fear of the Lord is to hate evil pride and arrogancy and the evil way and the froward mouth do I hate see it's okay to hate evil and pride is evil this has nothing to do with hating people this is a sin and We who love God are supposed to hate sin. If you don't, you really need to check your soul and check your position with the Lord Jesus Christ. Proverbs 11.2 When pride cometh, then cometh shame. But with the lowly is wisdom. The lowly being humble, meek, honest with yourself. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So here, the with the lowliest wisdom. And we just read the fear of the Lord is to hate evil and pride and arrogancy. Okay? So you're going to gain wisdom by being humble. It's almost akin to the opposite of pride, humility, lowliness, humble, meek, humility. So when we fear the Lord, we will hate pride, arrogancy, and the evil ways of the world. As we grow, the Lord will increase, and the sin of our unredeemed flesh will decrease. See, pride is all about the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. See, 1 John 2.16, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. So, the will of God the Father is opposite of the ways of the world. The lust of the eyes, the pride of life, the lust of the flesh. They're two opposite ways. Like humility and pride, they're opposite. And Romans 8, 8 reminds us, So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. And pride is all about the flesh in the world, in the ways of this world. It's all about the flesh, the here and now, the past, the present, the future, not the future in heaven. Although there are some Christians too, who brag about the rewards they're going to have. I question if they're correct, but it's about the flesh. So, as the flesh decreases, as John said, he must increase, I must decrease. We will strip away the old man's pride and give God alone the glory for every good thing. Amen. James one seventeen, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Okay, so we who are born again must repent of pride when it rears its ugly, sinful head, and confess it as sin to the Lord. If we do not, God may choose to not hear our prayers. Okay, we're basically separating ourselves from fellowship with the Lord. I'm not talking about losing your salvation. I'm talking about the sweet fellowship with our Father, because when we regard iniquity in our heart, the Lord will not hear us. Psalm sixty-six, eighteen: If I regard iniquity in my heart... The Lord will not hear me, and remember it said Lucifer. It, it started in his heart. We talked about this last week. A lot of things start in your heart. Don't follow your heart. Your heart is deceitfully wicked, and it can be deceived, and it can deceive you. Jeremiah seventeen nine. The heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked. Who can know it? It said here in Isaiah fourteen thirteen. For thou hast said in thine heart. Okay, it started in his heart. And as it talks about in James, sin conceives and brings forth death. James 1:14 through 15 says, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed, then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin when it is finished bringeth forth death. It starts in your mind and your heart. That's why every thought needs to be made captive. And brought in unto subjection to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Control your thought life by God's grace, by the power of the Holy Spirit. If you're lost, you can't do that in the flesh. You can try and try. You'll just keep failing. Proverbs fifteen twenty nine: The Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of the righteous. Okay? And the righteous are those who are humble and have humility and have the fear of the Lord. Okay, so as I mentioned, you're proud of your country? Proud to be an American? I have a question for you. Did you tell God to make yourself be born here in this country? Did you do anything to make this country how it is? I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful for the freedoms that God has placed and allowed here. That I can publish the Word of God The Holy Bible, I can read and preach and put out videos on YouTube for now. Although they do censor. They censor a lot now because Google controls and Big Brother pays attention and controls. But ultimately, God is in control. He's given us this window, this time to get the gospel out any way we can, visually, like with the shirts and the posters and the hats and bumper stickers, whatever you can do, do it yourself. Do it any way you want. There's so many ways. So visually, verbally, street preaching, witnessing door-to-door, handing out gospel tracks, radio, podcast, YouTube, whatever it is. I would just say, study the Bible and be discipled first. Don't jump on there as a novice and go 100 miles an hour and pump out five videos a week just because you want to build something up, you're going to fall hard because you're going to mess up and your pride might not allow you to correct your mistakes. Okay, and the Bible warns about that. First Timothy 3, six, Not a novice, lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. Okay, and that's specifically talking about bishops, elders, pastors, people in the church, leaders. But if you put yourself into the ministry and you're a novice, the risk is there for pride to become puffed up and the devil will use you. You'll fall into the snare. You'll fall into the condemnation of the devil and lead people astray and start teaching false doctrine. And because of your pride, you'll be not able to to repent and get off that speeding train that you created. So there's a warning for people out there that want to build up a big ministry and they don't have a solid foundation. You're being warned. Don't do it. When I made my first YouTube video, I had studied the Bible for about nine years with other believers. And I'd been part of it, church situation, and I'd have a lot of discipleship and made a, made mistakes. And still, I've changed my position on certain things, but the main doctrines are solid. You have to know what you know based on the Bible and be ready to defend it. So, don't let your pride push you into doing, like I said last week too, in your heart, even trying to do good things for God. If pride is in there, it's going to be corrupted and leavened. So don't do it. Just wait. Step back. So I'm going to read from my blog here. Proud of your country? Why? Did you choose to be born there? Proud of your kids' accomplishments? Why? Did you create them and give them talents and abilities? I know a lot of parents do think they created their kids. I made you. No, God created them. Proud of yourself? Why? Did you give yourself life, talents, abilities? God holds every living things next breath in his hand. We can do nothing without Christ. Even the lost sinner is experiencing God's mercy and long suffering. Matthew 5:45b For he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth the rain on the just and on the unjust. Amen. We don't have anything to be proud of. We're lost sinners when we enter this world. By God's grace we're bought back. By God's grace we're drawn to his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who he sent to be a propitiation, to be a payment, to be a sacrifice, a sinless, spotless lamb, to die on the cross for our sins, for our wicked, wretched sins, to save our souls. Let us not glory in anything but the cross and Christ and Christ crucified. And our Father in heaven, God, God's word. Okay, We're not to be prideful or boast in anything. We have nothing to be proud of. And every good thing comes from the Father. So, that's another reason why it sickens me when I see posters online and things that say, Proud to be a Christian. Complete and total oxymoron. Get over yourself. You may not even be saved if you're proud to be a Christian. That makes no sense. It's a totally different thing to say, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's not pride. That's Holy Spirit boldness. That's obedience to the scriptures. That's Christ living in you and the truth bearing witness in your life. Again, and if you are ashamed and you are weak and mousy about the gospel and about letting people know you're a believer in Jesus Christ and that you're born again, you need to check your soul too because that's not biblical. Those who are born again are changed. You're made a new creature and you can't help but to testify and confess with your mouth. It's not a one-time event that you do in a ceremony in a church building before you get baptized. You confess with your mouth over and over again. Because new life resides in you. Amen? And we are commanded to, and God will perform that good work in us. That's the main good work he's going to do, is to get the gospel out. So if you're saved, you're going to be doing that somehow. You're not going to be hiding under a rock, hiding your light under a bushel. I don't believe that. When we come back, we're going to talk about another word that's used in the Bible to describe a prideful attitude, and it's called haughtiness, haughty, a haughty
0: look, or a haughty spirit. We'll be right back on Truth Dealer Radio. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's truth truth o'clock. Since 2016... KJV Prepper has been providing quality, original Christian apparel and gear that will witness to non-believers and encourage believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. All apparel is printed here in beautiful upstate New York. Visit KJVPrepper.com for effective Christian apparel. Worn to warn.
1: Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. We do have a new promo code At kjvprepper.com, KJV 2020, you'll get 20% off. All right, before the break, we were talking about pride, and I just want to also talk about the word haughty and haughtiness, because it has a very similar meaning in the Bible. Haughty is an adjective. The definition is proud and disdainful, having a high opinion of oneself, with some contempt for others, lofty and arrogant, supercilious. All right, so this is a sinful attitude. Proverbs 16:18, pride goeth before destruction and and haughty spirit before a fall. It's somewhat synonymous with pride. Proverbs 18:12, before destruction the heart of a man is haughty and before honor is humility. Amen. See, these are opposites, haughtiness and humility. Pride and arrogance as opposed to humility and humble and meek and contrite and of a broken spirit. They're opposites. So all pride is sin and it leads to destruction, we just read. The prophet Daniel warned King Belshazzar of the sin of pride, which hardened his father Nebuchadnezzar's heart and also hardened his mind against God. Daniel 5.20 But when his heart was lifted up and his mind hardened in pride... He was deposed from his kingly throne and they took his glory from him. Okay, so his heart was lifted up and his mind was hardened. Think about a lot of times we hear people talk about, you know, having a hardened heart. You can have a hardened mind too, and you can have a seared conscience. Be careful. Even though King Belshazzar knew the consequences suffered by his own father, he still sinned against God and was destroyed for it. So this warning is for us to heed. This is history. This is sadly what happened. Daniel five twenty two through 23 And thou, his son, O Belshazzar, hast not humbled thine heart, though thou knewest all this, but hast lifted up thyself against the Lord of heaven, And they have brought the vessels of his house before thee, and thou and thy lords, thy wives and thy concubines, have drunk wine in them, and thou hast praised the gods of silver and gold, of brass, iron, wood, and stone, which see not, nor hear, nor know, and the God in whose hand thy breath is, and whose are all thy ways, hast thou not glorified." See, again, we have nothing to be proud of. You can't take your next breath without God. We don't know what's going to happen later today, tomorrow. Only God does. Daniel 5.30 In that night was Belshazzar, the king of the Chaldeans, slain. Proverbs 21.4 And high look and a proud heart, and the plowing of the wicked is sin. Psalm 10.4 The wicked, through the pride of his countenance, will not seek after God jeremiah fifty thirty one behold, I am against thee, O thou most proud, saith the Lord God of hosts. God is not at these pride rallies. I don't care what the word before pride is. He's just as much not at the American pride as he is at the gay l g b q r t pride, okay, Pride is pride, God doesn't play favorites. It's sin, needs to be repented of, needs to be rebuked and hated. And we're going to be judged in this country for all this pride. We have been, and we will continue to reap what we sow. Now, I'm going to read from my blog again. The 9-11 attack, Boston Marathon bombing, and the Orlando Sodomite nightclub shooting were all followed by a reaction of more pride. Let's Roll, Boston Strong, Orlando Strong Pride. These awful events that God allowed as judgment on this wicked nation to humble us met with a double dose of sinful pride. The wages of sin is death. Pride cometh before destruction. See, that's what's so sad is that God is so merciful and long-suffering. The wages of sin is destruction. So these, these terrible tragedies that I just mentioned, no matter what you think about what caused them, or if they were a false flag or not. It doesn't matter. People died, and God allowed it, and it was still a judgment. And it's a judgment for sin. Make no mistake. And then to double down on the pride that caused that judgment afterwards, it's more than sad. It's it's frightening. It's pathetic. And this is why we need, as Christians, to stand against pride, don't just let it go. Be bold enough to say something and correct people with God's word from a loving attitude and, and remind them and say, you know, don't forget, maybe you didn't know in the Bible, pride is sin. It's never good. It's never righteous. It's always sin. So I just wanted to warn, you know, especially coming up with the 4th of July and all the events and the rallies and the parades and everything, American pride is heaping up wrath against the day of judgment, Okay. So when the next big judgment comes, don't be so shocked. Romans 2, 4-5 Or despiseth thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance? But after thy hardness and impenitent heart treasurest up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. It's just going to be a higher judgment. The more pride we heap on, the more we turn our back on God as a nation. We need to humble ourselves before God and turn from our wicked ways. Then he will hear, hear us and, and heal our land. We've all been, you know, they parrot that verse a lot. Then you turn right around, slap pride all on all four sides of it. No, that's not biblical. It's not the God of the Bible. Americans must repent of pride and turn to Jesus Christ or eventually be destroyed as surely as Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed for their pride. Okay, And that's what their sin was, pride. The main sin, the root of it, like I said, it's under there as the root. No political candidate is going to fix America. Ezekiel 16.49 Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom, Pride, fullness of bread, and abundance of idleness was in her and in her daughters. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. Proverbs twenty-seven one says, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. And that's the warning for this country. We need to repent of the pride and turn back to the Lord Jesus Christ. In humility, in meekness, Second Chronicles 7:14 If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The first step there in that revelation of how God will heal a wicked land that's gone astray, a, a group of people that are called by his name, Christians are called by God. We're called out, we're called out of the world. It says humble themselves. Humble themselves. That's not prideful. That's not I'm proud to be an American. I'm proud to be a Christian. I'm proud for this and I'm proud of my kids, I'm proud of my guns, and I'm proud of my President Trump and I'm proud of That's not humble. That's sin. So I'm sorry, but if that's you, you just do need to repent. And I don't say that as a person who's claiming to be perfect, but I am called to preach, and this is what I'm talking about today. And it's a message that this country needs to hear. So I pray that everyone listening will check themselves and remember John 3, verse 30. He must increase, but I must decrease. And that was spoken by a man that Jesus Christ said, was the was the chiefest among all men that ever lived other than himself he was humble before god matthew 11:13 jesus said verily i say unto you among them that are born of women there hath not risen a greater than john the baptist he said he was the greatest man that ever lived of course he was speaking of other than himself but he was fully god and fully man so john the baptist was the top dog of mankind, who was fully man. According to Jesus Christ, you don't pass him. (laughs) And someone should tell Donald Trump that, right? Talk about pride. That's for another show. But I just want to thank you for listening Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported if you would like to support Truth Dealer Radio there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com thank you for listening please
0: tune in again next time God bless you and be strong Truth Dealer Radio no matter what time zone you're in it's Truth O'Clock TruthDealerRadio.com you keep talking about Jesus some folks out there Just might be listening.